Hey, thanks for tuning in to Being Trans. I'm going to do something completely different today. Something that I don't think you're prepared for. Because I've never done this before. So, like I said, I, I wanted to, to do things a little bit different on this... Um, oh, this second season of Being Trans. I wanted you to see something that is unusual, and something that is a little bit different side of being trans. Because to be quite honest, each and every one of us who are trans are exactly like the rest of you. We all have our hopes, our dreams, our desires to um, have a better life. So what I want to share with you is something that to me is amazing. Um, and for a very long time, I have loved to cook and I have worked and worked and worked on a recipe that many of you might just kind of sit there and go, really, really? And I've, I've always been a, a little, um, hmm. I've always been a little bit, oh, what's the... Hard. I've been a little bit hard on Hispanic and Mexican restaurants. Okay? I, I really have a huge problem with one item on every single Mexican food restaurant and every place that claims to get this recipe right. Now... Please bear with me. Like I said, I have really dug into this, and it is a passion of mine. I really, um, as I've said in the past, I've write, been writing a lot of books. And one of the books I've been working on is Cooking to Connect. And I, I, I am not a super big cook. I'm not somebody who's fancy. I'm not somebody who's ever going to be in a, in a kitchen with the likes of some of the people that I idolize. But I do have some recipes that I have worked hard on. I have really fallen in love with over my life. And this is one of them. And now I bet you're wondering right now what that is. It's probably eating you right up right now. And I bet you're going to think that this is going to be one of those, oh my god, is she off her nut? Well, yes I am, because when you find out what my problem is, you're gonna go, what? So, and my next problem is, and, and with this recipe, and I'm gonna tell you right out of the way, is there is no sour cream in this recipe, and I swear, I don't care who you are, if you ruin my recipe by adding sour cream, somebody pop you in the back of the head and ask you what the fuck you were thinking, because it's wrong, you do not put sour cream in this recipe, it will ruin it, destroy it, take all of it, dump it in the rubbish, even throw your utensils in the rubbish, because you've destroyed it that bad. Now I've got you thinking, don't I? Okay, so here we go. This is going to be fun, and you're going to need to write this down. I am 
I am half tempted not even to put it in the description. So, I'll do one better. If you want a copy of this, go to my Patreon site. Support me for $3 a month, and I will put this recipe in there just out of the kindness of my heart. But I want to see a supporter first. I'm not going to do it first because there's only a limited space. Nah, maybe I'll just put it in there. And if you do join at any time, this will be a freebie. Hmm, kind of cool on things like that. So here we go. No sour cream. No sour cream cream get this in your mind no cream milk products whatsoever keep them away no cheese no nothing no milk products <laughs> all right this is my recipe for guacamole dip and i know you're gonna go wait hey, why am i listening to this get up mighty all right i love this recipe it's fun to make. It's easy to make. It takes a little bit of time, so don't worry. But it's not going to it's it's not going to sit there and consume you to make it. But I guarantee you if you follow my recipe, you're going to love this. You're going to be the hit of wherever you take it. My kids who probably will never eat avocado anywhere else whatsoever, my daughter won't, my son will. Um, because I have a really good recipe with avocado toast. Yeah, I know. Here in Australia, avocado toast is a bad thing, but really I have a really cool recipe for it. And, but most people who look at guacamole, they go to a restaurant and it's got sour cream in it to fluff it up a little bit. It is just so wrong. Even though... It stretches the price a little bit, so it's not so expensive to make. It's just wrong on so many levels. So the first thing you need to do is get yourself a good-sized bowl because that's important. And you're going to need eight ripe avocados. Now, a lot of people want to sit there and go, well, I don't know how to choose a ripe avocado. Okay, there is a joke that they have out about avocados. And that joke is, wait, wait for it, wait for it, wait, 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 it's not ready yet, wait, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up, oh, it's rotten. <laughs> so, the way to check an avocado, there's two ways of doing it. You can do the squeeze test. If it feels like it's a little soft, all the way around. Not just in one spot, but soft around, and it has a dark color to it. Not a bright green color, but a dark green color to it. And if, if because they don't do it often, shame on the grocers that do this, take off the top of the avocado, the little seed, the little pip top where it was hooked onto the, the tree, okay? If they take that off, which a lot of them I've been seeing do lately, if that can move around with your thumb so you can easily move it, that's another good indicator that this avocado is ready. Now, what I want you to do is take the ape, ape, take the eight ripe avocados, slice them lengthwise, 
pull out the pip. Now, if you want to know a really cool and simple way to pull out the pip without trying to drive yourself crazy, set your avocado down on the chopping block, move your other hand, use a sharp knife, whack the top of the avocado pip, and turn either clockwise or counterclockwise, depending if you're left or right-handed, and pull out the avocado pip. And then whack it on the side of your bin and let it fall into the rubbish. It's that simple. Now, take a spoon, scoop out all the avocado. You don't have to be nice to this because I don't want you to be. You're just going to scoop out the avocado. You're going to do this to all eight, avo all eight avocados. Now, what I want you to do, you can do this one of two ways. You can get some fresh garlic, which is so yummy. And there's a real quick way to make sure that you can get all the stuff off the outside of the avocado. I mean, all the, the avocado of the garlic clove. Is you put it in a little, um, you can put it in a glass or you can put it in a little jar and shake it all about. And then just pull out the two easily um, peeled pieces of garlic. So you want two cloves. Then you're going to take your knife blade, lay it flat on top, give it a smack so it cracks, and then chop the living snot out of them, shove them into the avocado. All right? You see where we're going here? Now, I haven't done anything other than that right now. Now you're going to take a fork, or you can take a mixer and mix up your avocados. Forks generally work better. Now, we don't want to make this to the point that it looks like baby food. We want to be able to see chunks in the of the avocado in here. So don't like go in there and go until it's creamy. You don't want that. That doesn't taste right. Having a little bit of chunks in there and giving it some unique texture to the, 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 the prepared part of the avocado. And the reason why I said to put that in there first is just because you need to make sure that the garlic mixes with the avocado. It works really well that way. Next, what I want you to do is mix in a dash like a dash. I'm not talking like a teaspoon or anything like that. Take a pinch of turmeric and put it in there. Spread it all around. So with your thumb and your forefinger, take a pinch, spread it all around. Stir it up again. Okay? Next you're going to do is you're going to cut up one red capsicum or bell pepper for those of you who are in the United States. One green capsicum all right, for those in the United States, that's a bell pepper as well. Cut them up and, you know, you're going to dice them up and put them in there. All right, don't put the seeds. Don't put the seeds. If you can't figure out how to cut them, I'll, we'll have to get into another discussion on how to cut uh, capsicums another day. Next, if you feel adventurous, which I hope you do. Get two habanero peppers. Habanero, that's H-A-B-A-N-E-R-O. Two of them. You don't need a lot. You just need two of them. And one um, jalapeno. Because habaneros don't have the same flavor as a, as a jalapeno. They have two different flavors. And they're quite unique. If you're not a hot person like 
my daughter is not a hot person. You can substitute the habaneros for two jalapenos. Or if you're like my daughter, you can like freaking leave the damn things out. I know. It, it's a torturous existence when your child cannot handle even pepper. But my best bet, you know how you can handle heat. If you can't handle habanero heat, go down. Jalapeno, habanero. Okay? So jalapeno at the bottom, habanero up higher. And if you're really gutsy, you can throw in a Pepper X or something like that, or a Carolina Reaper, which really don't do. Don't do it unless you're eating it all for yourself. And believe me, I have eaten all eight avocados myself one time. Get a little sad. I don't drink wine. I eat guacamole dip. Yeah. Okay, so cut up, dice up your peppers. Now, a lot of people say don't put the seeds in. Okay, we're talking about a dish that's going to have a little bit of a kick to it. The hot, the peppers are going to give it. The capsicum gives it color. It's nothing more than just color. And it has a unique flavor thanks to them. But the peppers are going to give it a zing. And it's important. If you're wanting that little bit more of a zing, leave the seeds in. The seeds have more zing than the peppers itself. But yeah, put that in there if you like it. If you're not afraid of the pep, the the seeds, put them in there. Mix it around. Now, here's another ingredient. This is, ingredient is like, to me, a mandatory ingredient. But there are so many people out there who have a problem with this ingredient. It's called coriander. Um, coriander is a wonderful flavor. But some people... And it, 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 it is, by genetics, don't like it. They think it tastes like soap. So, if you have people that think it tastes like soap and people who don't, have your mixture, put one mixture in one bowl, one mixture in another bowl, leave it out of the one bowl. Okay, so no coriander in the other bowl, coriander in this bowl. All right? But if you're like me, and my kids chop the living shit out of some a bunch of coriander. Your choice how much. This has got to, you don't want to have like, you know, a huge two handfuls of coriander in there. It wouldn't taste good. But just, you know, enough to make it look good and to give it that smell. Because you can smell the coriander when you start cutting it. And it's going to give that smell as a flavor to your guacamole. So, you know, put some in there. Eight avocados is a lot. So you're going to put a fair decent amount in there and give it that zing, that zest, that life that the coriander will do. Next, I want you to get two to three medium-sized vine-ripened tomatoes. Now, if you can find Hot House, the ones that have the really rich tomato-y flavor, go for it. But don't buy the gigantic tomatoes. You want to be able to smell the top of the tomato so it has that rich vine flavor that is coming out into your nose. Because the tomato itself will also have that flavor. You can even go with cherry tomatoes, but I really lean more towards um, a vine-ripened tomato than anything. Dice those two to three of them up. 
Two is better for medium size because you don't want too much in there. Scrape it off in there. Give it a mix. Next, you're going to make sure that you have to add in some salt. Salt is really key to guacamole dip. It brings out a wonderful zest, a life of its own. But you need to do it in such a way that you do it in small doses because you can never take the salt out of the guacamole dip. Now, a lot of people will use my guacamole dip with different things like cucumbers. Um, I've even seen somebody do it with mushrooms. They've taken it out. I even saw somebody make a salad once with my guacamole dip. I was totally it was I was a tad bit repulsive because it took me so long to make the doggone thing, but it was so good. Um, if you're not really sure on how small to make to chop up those habaneros, there is another secret. On most graters, okay, you have, or if you are lucky enough, like me, and you have a handheld small grater that you can use for um, Parmesan cheese, you can grind up your peppers on that too, and that will bring it to a small enough level. The only problem is, is if you have the, the seeds in there, the seeds are also going to get grated. I prefer bits, so as you're chewing along, boop, hey, there goes the zing. Mix it all up. Now, the next step is very key. Put a wrap over the top of it. Please make sure it's one of the beeswax wraps. Put it in your refrigerator for a few hours. If you have a lime before you put it in the refrigerator, cut the lime in half. Give it a squeeze in there. Only one half of the lime. Because you're going to need that zest of the citrus fruit in there to stop it from turning brown. This is really crucial. Mix it all up. Put it in the refrigerator. Let it sit for a couple hours before serving. The reason for it is you want those flavors to just mix all together. Serve with some plain tortilla chips. Nothing more. White corn is good. Um, yellow corn is okay too. But no flavoring. Because the flavoring is in the guacamole. Now, if you really want to do some good, learn how to make some chimichangas. Put a little bit of dab of this on your chimichanga with a dab of sour cream on the opposite side of the chimichanga. And then some slight diced up lettuce at the end of your chimichanga. So you have the flavor of the two, two mixtures, the chimichanga, and the salad to clear your palate. Told you this one would be completely different. I hope you enjoy this because this is my guacamole dip mine the one that every time i take it to anywhere i have never had anybody ever tell me they could not get in they could get enough of it or they didn't like it the only person i had was one person that said oh my god you've got coriander in there but that's when i started to decide to split it into two different groups but please enjoy i hope you do and this was given to you in love from me to have a wonderful day and something fun to eat. Remember, if you're having a problem where all you can find are green avocados, the best way to ripen them is put them in a paper bag with a banana. I know it sounds crazy, but a banana 
will ripen them. Be careful, there is not a set time to this. So it might be, wait, wait, tomorrow. It's rotten. <laughs> or, wait, it's ripe. <laughs> so be, be weary of that and, and learn from it. Um, or you can just let them ripen on their own. Um, I prefer the banana approach because you have some control over them. At least they will all ripen somewhat to the same time. Where a lot of the times, just leaving them on the counter, you might have one that gets ready, the next one might get ready, and then the next one might get ready, and it pisses you off because you can't find eight avocados that are ripe. But please do enjoy. Let me know what you think. We'll talk to you next time. Much love, peace, and happiness to you and yours. Thank you.